0: Manimal here it's Thursday August 10th and today on Texas Rangers with the boys Kevin and I we've got a no-hitter to talk about the Astros are surging a little bit we'll go over those AL West standings Rangers news notes some injury updates we're also going to talk about the box score yesterday afternoon from Oakland so join us today Texas Rangers with the boys
1: I'm Glenn Otto, and you're listening to Texas Rangers with the boys. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball, and we want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. This is your boy, Kevin, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier, and you can catch me on social media at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. And you can catch Texas Rangers with the Boys on social media as well. That is TX Rangers WTV. Don't forget to go check out our, our website and get your Matt War Pro uh, Ridgely Theater show tickets on from Eventbrite, TexasRangers.com. Oh, TexasRangers oh, with thing. the Boys.com.
0: All one word.
1: There it is. And joining there me, my, my co host with the most. A man whose last name is spelled not P R O but P R O U G H. For those of you stalking him on social media, the three hundred pound minimal, AKA Bull. How you doing, buddy? And obviously they know how to spell it, but where can they find you on socials? Well,
0: oh, we—I'm—I'm uh, I'm doing fantastic. Uh, you know, got home just in time yesterday afternoon from uh, Christie's fantastic clinical trials that we're doing up in north dallas on 75 and koi area, 75 mm. 635 where all that comes together where you go for your luncheon every couple of months and mm-hmm. or every month or so and, mm-hmm. and you luncheon, do group yeah. group group building activities that don't seem mm. to help anybody yes team I, building I, bro building. Uh, valley, hell yeah uh, mm. go team go Win, mm-hmm. fight, win, or whatever the yeah. cheerleaders yeah. are saying these days. it's it's making me think about back in the day when you would play college football. You know, like the NCAA football, and there'd always be like yeah. when you had it up, like at the very beginning, you'd uh-huh. just be playing your team's fight song. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, but but uh, enough about uh, about enough about the nineties. Um, okay. uh, we'll get, we'll get into Rangers baseball a little bit later. Um, I know that Baron doesn't have any social media to share, so I'll share it for him. You can find me okay. manimal bull on, on the uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram oh. at manimal 300 and then uh, bull pro on both Facebook and TikTok. And, uh, you know, whatever your favorite uh, platform of social media is you find me on there and we'll start talking about the, uh, the Texas Rangers.
1: Absolutely. And guys, just so you know, it's P-R-O-U-G-H, Pro. Not P-R-O. Yeah,
0: that's correct. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah,
1: make sure make sure we get you squared away on that. So, hey, let's talk baseball. I'm super pumped about it. Honestly, uh, I don't know why I'm so pumped about it. We don't have a lot to talk about. But, but uh, there's stuff we do have to talk about, I'm pretty excited about. Uh, Michael Lorenzen tosses a no-hitter. It's quite a story, isn't it?
0: Yeah. And I'm in trade deadline guy that, uh, that comes across and, and he's been pitching pretty well, uh, since he got traded and tonight he goes out against the nationals and he throws himself a, a no hitter, you know? So it was, uh, it was a, it was a good one. It was fun to watch. And I kind of caught the uh, back end of it being as that we had no game tonight of our own to watch. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it was kind of cool to see the old no-no last night. And, uh, you know, uh, the Phillies hadn't had a no-hitter since uh, the day before, basically, the trade deadline in 2015 when Cole Hamels threw a no-hitter on in his very last pitching performance for the Phillies before he, he came over here to Texas. So that was the no, last really time.
1: Right. Oh, go ahead.
0: That was the last time the Phillies had had a no-hitter. So, uh, tonight, uh, Michael Lorenzen takes care of some business against the Nationals, and, uh, uh, you know, he's been really, really good since coming across from the, uh, at the trade deadline.
1: Yeah, I, I find that there's – so, again, I'm not a big Michael Lorenzen, uh, you know, trivia guy, but I was kind of pulling him up, looking at his background. You know, not a, not a super extensive – Uh, doesn't have a you know kind of not a starter until the last couple of years but I found it really interesting who who he was playing for last year who he could have been playing for this year possibly helping him win but instead they decided that they were going to go spend money on other things let this guy go and now he's over there helping the Phillies in a chase you know what team that was I know you do
0: well I mean he was on Detroit prior to right right? where was he last Um, year you know, I uh, Los I, Angeles I really angels. don't. Oh, he was an angel. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> I I didn't so, I didn't so, know that. So, yeah, no. Uh, so he, no, listen. So Lorenzo the, the Angels. Yeah. <laughs> Are
1: you getting my narrative now? Like the guy hadn't started a game since 2015. Okay. Oh no. Yeah, he did. He started like five games from 2016 through 2021. Okay, and I'm, I'm totally making – bagging on the Angels right now and loving every bit of it. And the Angels decided to convert him to a starter. He went out, through 18 games for them, was 8-6 and six with a 4-2 ERA, struck out oh. 85 guys over 90 uh, 97 innings with a 1.28 whip. Now tell me they couldn't have used that this year.
0: Uh, well, you know, <laughs> they really could have. And I don't know how I'm in – he was he was so uh, I, he was so undesirable last offseason that he ends up in Detroit.
1: Yeah, and then this How goes out and pitches happen? really well for that. It's just How weird does... that like they it was their idea, like they they converted him to a starter. He was successful, and then they just let him go, and now he's throwing no hitters for the in the National League. It's just like. The Philly, the the Angels, and yet they go and sign guys for hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. Aside from Otani, and can't get them, can't get them on the field. I just, it just, man, I don't know, man. The Angels, we've been a team similar to that without spending all the money, but it, it, it just, man, we bagged on them all year. I'm just keeping it going. Um, it's
0: just, yeah, it's just wild the luck that they have between you know guys that. <laughs> They could still be around on their team that just aren't anymore for particular reasons. And
1: What would he cost them? I mean, all the money they spent on everything else. You can't tell me he would have cost them too much money, especially since he made his way with them.
0: I mean, if he's signing with Detroit, I mean, you know, that means he's taking like eight or 10 on a one year to try as, but I mean, he'll be a, uh, he'll, he'll be a nice, valuable piece. This Mm -hmm. off season with a, a real thin free agency
1: he'll probably get like a martin perez like a big a big well big he won't be able
0: he he won't be able to do that because uh he was traded okay. midseason so he can't take the uh the offer sheet so he'll have to elect mm. free agency and he'll probably you know it's probably better i think martin perez probably right. would have ended up doing better in the long mm. run had he actually elected free agency last year and and taken 3 and 60 somewhere
1: yeah, and, because and, now, and, I mean, and, you're looking at
0: Perez ooh. is probably going to pitch somewhere in like, I don't know, you know, Kansas City Kansas or City. yeah, <laughs> next year, be, and then and he'll be on a nice, you know, he may get he may get two and fifteen.
1: Sure, but you but, know what's yeah. crazy about Perez is like, like this was a year where he really was kind of playing for a contract, and of all the times to go to to. To,
0: to revert back? Risky.
1: Well, just – I'm sorry, man, but, like, I just – you never know. I mean, you, you don't know what what's what, but it's like I question his decision to play in the World Baseball Classic because it's like, look, the Rangers are trying to make a push. You had a great season last year. You, you're playing for a contract really this year, and you're going to risk it by going out there and getting all these, logging all these extra innings. Well, I'll even innings. go back
0: further than that. I think Martín mm-hmm. Perez made a bad decision by signing that offer sheet. I think he could have gotten a multi-year contract similar sure. to what, like Marcus Stroman got uh, with from the Cubs a couple of a couple of years back uh, before sure. the the uh, um, before the lockout. So I I I think you can even go back further. Than the world baseball classic and, and talk about mistakes that Martin Perez made, but he's going to, he's going to have one year where he gets 20. I mean, it, you know, he, he's made, he's made uh, you know, his, his decisions aren't as poor as Juan Gonzalez's were, but you know, <laughs> poor nonetheless. Well, but,
1: well, and, and, and just to kind of like go, go kind of double down on it a little bit. It's like of all the years, like to, if you're going to gamble on yourself, which is what he did, like, Why is that the year you go and and take a double risk it like you not only took a gamble on yourself by not taking going for the long term deal, but then you go out and you play in the World Baseball Classic. And it's obviously I'm not I, I can't speculate that that's why he struggled, but he did just fade. He started the season really good. I mean, yeah, he was, well, he was good uh, the first month and a half of the season. Yeah, and, and but he,
0: he he hasn't been. He has. He's just hasn't commanded the strike zone since then, and he hasn't gotten big play out of that changeup that nope. n- normally is such a big pitch for him. And hey, you know, I'm going to just remind everybody that you can tell that this is a show about therapy right here because right. somehow we were talking about Michael Lorenzen's huge night of throwing a no hitter, and we got into talking about Martín Perez. And his, uh, uh, you know, his inadequacies as a Ranger this season. So, well, I'm uh, going tie
1: in. Uh, please. He really struggled. He really struggled against the Astros And the Astros right now are beating up on the Orioles. And Rangers are – AOS lead is down to two and could be it down is, to uh, one and a half after uh, tomorrow. It, it could How be. About you know, How about that for uh, a
0: second? Yeah, it, it could be. And that, that was a nice segue. You know, last year, uh, Martin Perez kind of owned – the Astros yep. so what a difference a year makes and uh real quick uh before we get into Rangers news um tomorrow it's eleven thirty-five a.m start time on that Astros Orioles game and uh, Hunter Brown will be going for the Astros and Dean Kramer will be going for the Orioles just for anybody that's interested in and in, and said and said matinee tomorrow afternoon Mm, nice
1: little matinee uh yeah so so like
0: look i mean i just used the word matinee if you haven't hit that follow button on spotify yet go ahead and hit it now right like if there was was ever a time time. like you just heard Uh matinee when we're talking about astros orioles tomorrow morning Mm
1: -hmm. so yeah (laughs) Yeah, this is the time this is the time to smash that follow button boom Um, hit it yeah all right, let's get some good news here. Eovaldi, um throws a bullpen. He has another one slated for Saturday. It really sounds like he's making the progress that we were uh, kind of hoping he was going to make.
0: Yeah, between, what, a couple of days ago, we reported that he was throwing 90 to 100 feet with no issues. He has a, a bullpen yesterday afternoon before the game, throws 15 to 20 pitches. I can't – I think this, they didn't give him number It said 15 to 20, which is – you know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe nobody was counting. Maybe they lost track after 16. Maybe they're like 15. I can't believe he's going to throw more than this, and he might have thrown three. Who knows? But uh, uh, he is slated for a longer bullpen on Saturday, and it's looking like probably the end of August they're going to get Nate back, and, and that's going to really bolster that uh, that uh, rotation one more time. And, uh, you know, that's that's almost as good right there as – as, as getting another trade piece coming in because they've been without Eovaldi for most of the second half and, mm-hmm. you know, getting another – that's just another shot in the arm right there.
1: Yeah, I, I really – I'm really excited to see what this rotation is going to look like um, with Eovaldi uh, in it. I, I just uh, think, you know, hopefully still, that's kind of final form. You know, I, for I know
0: – I know that – I still kind of think that it's going to be Dunning that goes mm-hmm. to the bullpen – when the Evaldi comes back because he needs been throwing so well. And he gives that, he has that extra, like he's a strikeout pitcher, you know what I mean? Like he gets a lot of strikeouts when he's out there and, well, you know, having that dynamic of being able to go righty, lefty, righty, lefty mm-hmm.
1: is, is and, nice and, too. And, and here's the thing about Dunning. He has proven that he can go to the bullpen and pitch well. And I think, you know, that, I think that right there alone, like, Kind of gives you a little bit of uh, what do you call it, like uh, security.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah, that you know he's done so it,
1: and and honestly, if you're Dane Dunning, man, ride the wave, dude. This is your, this is you're making, you're building every every inning you throw in the majors on this level with this kind of uh, exposure. I mean, he's just his value is going through the roof, and as long as he keeps his mind on that and doesn't get worried about whether he's a starter or whether he's a reliever or what. I'm telling you, like, right? He his value right now is is shooting through the roof, and there's gonna be there's gonna be a time where he's gonna get if he keeps playing well and just keeps being good at whatever he's asked to do, he's gonna get what he he's gonna get what's coming to him. Yeah, I I don't disagree. Yeah, and so with him, to me, happier with him, not because just because we've seen it, we know it it works. Um, So, Maheim. Uh, he's going to see live pitching this weekend, so we're looking at we're looking at next homestand for possibility yeah, it, of getting his, his back and skills back. Into it life. went
0: up fast. I mean, it, it, it things escalated quickly, right? Like because like a couple of uh, about two weeks ago, um, from today we were thinking that this is a you know could be a season ender, and mm-hmm. now we're talking about it could just be the three weeks that uh, initially was the best case scenario two weeks ago, you know, two to three weeks. And uh, he's going to take some, some live, he's going to see live pitching. He's already seen some live batting practice. Um, So it's just kind of everything moved a little bit better than you thought. Uh, He's also going to swing only from the left side because of the, uh, because of the tear in the, sheep tendon it isn't going it doesn't it, it, it isn't affected as much with the lead it's more the lead arm when he swings from the right hand with the right side mm. instead of with the left hand it's the it's not the lead arm that that swings so um i think that's where they're kind of at with that is they like the idea of him hitting left hand only unless you know things change completely in the next couple of days uh, or, or a couple of weeks and you know that may end up being something where they end up kind of platooning him and mm-hmm. and Garver right yeah. now and, and Garver getting to see left-handed pitching down the stretch and you know he's kind of deserved that, and I wouldn't even be shocked if Garver sees the majority of the bats at DH when Heim I gets agree. back too uh, on the nights that he doesn't play. And you know I got no problems with Heim hitting left-handed against everybody. You know I mean uh, uh, it's probably been a long time since he's seen lefty lefty stuff, but if you get him if you get him in there and the left-handed the live left-handed pitching you see in his Chapman, I think he could be ready.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> But no, I, I agree. I also think if you want my kind of non, uh, non-informed non opinion, just 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 kind of having a background like with injury stuff. So when you have a partial tear, the big problem with that is there's nothing you can really do with it. Like it, it either fully tears and you get surgery or you just play with it. And then until you, you know, like off season. And then once it goes into that, then you can look at maybe some reconstruction or something like that. What I think they've got going on here is like, look, he's he's in limbo. It's either you play till you get hurt, hurt, or you sit around and wait till it gets better. And well, yeah, there's, there's a good no chance doubt. that it's not going to get better, and there's a chance that it won't get better during the season. So it's like, you know what? Let's just go out there and play. If it gets I mean, worse you, and you get hurt, then go get the surgery. But yeah, it's you not, tell me what You what have your all pain. to get it better. Yep.
0: You tell me and what your pain, pain level is today, and if you're ready mm-hmm. to play, you're ready to play, and. You know, I mean, they've got a handful of guys right now that they're managing pain levels like that because, you know, Seeger is one of those guys that, I mean, yesterday he got a day off and, you know, they didn't even hit him in the ninth inning when they had the tying, you know, the winning run at the plate. And, you know, so they were committed to making sure he got two full days off this week. And, you know, so uh, you win series, we've talked about it all year you can't worry about who's behind you and if they're going to win or lose you're trying to win ball games but at the same time you're also trying to make sure that your team is going to be the best that it can possibly be down the stretch and and you know Bochi isn't Bo- Bochi knows the season doesn't end in August and you know the the Astros can only get so close tonight with a win and he knows that he's got you know he's got wins coming up I don't think that they're going to go into San Francisco and not win some games. So, you know, I mean, they've got wins coming up and, and, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be a nice homecoming for Bochi for about, you know, 15 minutes. And then, Who, then it'll be. Question,
1: question. So what was Max Scherzer saying to Dan, Dan Sanga
0: last night? Ayasanga, uh you know what it was? <laughs> well, uh, okay. So the very first pitch of the inning was a a ball. Scherzer got the time clock. And he was told that he had one more warm-up pitch by Dan Ayasanga. And then when he threw the warm-up pitch and they went around the horn and he gets the ball back and he gets back on the hill, he's getting told that he's already ball one. Okay. And he was upset with Ayasanga because you had told me that I I had one more and then by the time I'm back on the hill you're calling ball one so uh, basically he told him look I'm too much into what I'm doing right now and I'm too late, locked in on getting these three outs we'll talk about it after the inning and that's why the the conversation happened at the end of the inning and not the beginning of the inning whenever he was uh whenever it happened
1: what a pro right that, we, like, that just so was shows how he coming out of the game too. Yeah, like, like coming that, out of the game too.
0: I think it kind of shows just how locked in a guy like Max Scherzer is on on doing his job first, and then worrying about semantics of what he needs to figure out with the umpire. And man, just a just a uh, you know just a, a pro's pro move, you know, get, get my outs, get what I need to do. And then me and Dan can have a nice conversation and he could tell me why he just did this to me whenever he, you know, like then he can do, you know, so yeah, I get it. You know, like I've been, and on top of that, if, if it gets so heated that he has something to say that gets him kicked out of the game, well, you knew he was coming out anyway. Exactly. That was coming out anyway, And he I might as well it. and he might as well get those three outs first, right?
1: Right. And 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 again, I think I think it kind of goes back to, you know, remember when we were talking about Scherzer and the play he made at first base. You know, uh, that that Grant Anderson kind of got tagged for not making the same, not being over there for the same kind of play at another point. And I think, I think it's just something that probably gets lost on, on people that, you know, just because a guy is a top notch starter, doesn't make him a diva. Doesn't mean they don't know the game. Doesn't mean, you know, Max Scherzer is known for being super intense. And it's like the, but the guy is using his brain. He's in the game making plays that, you know, honestly, like if it was a play that, again i just think of it like he's locked into the game he's got his head on straight and he didn't lose his cool until until it was time to lose his cool but he wasn't going to hurt. And, them, and you know, uh, I don't cases. even think,
0: and I don't even think really, whenever he lost his cool, he lost his cool. I think it was more of a wow. conversation and it might have gotten a little more animated because he knew funny. he could be at that point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then it gets you, and then it gets, you know, a nice little <laughs> chuckle and we got something to talk about the next night that still involves Max Scherzer. And we can keep talking about how Max Scherzer is <laughs> on the Texas Rangers. And, you know what, yep. we're, we're going to talk about it for another year after this. So, I mean, I love it. I love and it. And
1: I'm not going to stop, dude. We have never had a pitcher like this, so I'm not. I'm not. I'm not stopping. And I'm going to no. still talk about Jonathan DeGrom being on this team. Mm. And I yeah, know, it,
0: it's still Jake. It's still it's, Jacob. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's that's still Jacob. But yeah, that's what I said. But Jonathan uh, not, is who we're going to be talking about next. No. Oh
1: well. <laughs> no, not so.
0: Jonathan. Jo- Juan, right? Juan, Juan Pablo.
1: Juan, Juan Pablo Martinez. So. We, I don't know if it was on the Down on the Farm show or what, but we actually talked about him, I feel like, yesterday.
0: Yeah, yeah, he, like, he got hey, brought
1: up. Yeah, this guy's going to be a big league player somewhere, and apparently he's going to be a big league player for the Texas Rangers this weekend.
0: On so, Friday, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, this is exciting to me, man. Uh, yeah. I, I have high hopes for this guy.
0: Yeah, and and you know what I I think the most interesting question right now is what is going to be that move that gets him on mm-hmm. the forty man roster, and I'm mm-hmm. kind of feeling like it's going to be like the the Rangers have done all that they can do with with the Brad Miller.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. And they're
0: gonna and they're probably gonna ship Brad Miller to the sixty day DL or IL, which keeps him around. I mean, because you like having mm-hmm. him in the clubhouse. You like Brad Miller. He's a good veteran presence in the clubhouse mm-hmm. but you need a ball player and and jp martinez is a ball player
1: yeah yeah i'm going to be very very interested to see how he plays at the major league level and i've kind of gone gone out as far as to compare him to Dallas garcia or randy rosarina not in terms of necessarily their player like kind of their makeup in terms of like power JP Martinez doesn't hit for quite as much power as those guys do uh, but average slashes he slashes a little bit more like uh, a Rosa Reno when it comes to average and on base. he slugs probably 30 40 40 uh, points, points less. lower yeah he's yeah. like a 440 slug guy. so, well, so like he's got were... gap power you know he's and... got gap power.
0: And like you were saying, when you look at his his numbers comparatively with the Rosarina mm-hmm. off the show, Rosarina and Garcia off the show is like kind of pedestrian numbers until they kind of got to that fourth or fifth year in the mm-hmm. minor leagues, and then when they got to AAA and they kind of started catching up on. Uh, um, Play in the play in the American style of baseball. Yep. Then they really kind of started taking off because I know that Garcia had, I mean, what like thirty-five home runs for the car, yes. the, the Memphis yeah. Redbirds, and yep. and a Rose Arena was just a man. Uh, yeah. a blast to watch there and the, that those Memphis teams were good. And, and those, those were two good players on those teams. And, and, mm-hmm. you know, as a guy that follows the Cardinals a little bit, you know, those, those were guys that were on my radar, even as, as being more of just a, a, a Cardinals Miazark instead of a Cardinals mm-hmm. fan fan, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, those were guys that were on my radar already. And to see them, you know, end up different places, you know, you you kind of realize that, like, you know, it's hard out there for an outfielder, you know. And J.P. Martinez has kind of found that out the last four or five years, too, that it's hard to get to the big leagues as an an everyday outfielder.
1: Yeah. And and the thing about the reason, and, uh, you know, I'm calling it – I call it run rates, like rolling stats, you know, year over year, like looking at their stats, looking at their age, just a lot of similarities between these three guys. And it just, you know, uh, Rosarino was 20, I want to say 26, when he got his first, like, really big league playing time. Dallas Garcia was really 20, 28 uh, yeah. when he got his first big league playing time. Uh, JP is 27. And it just yeah. a lot of similarities, man. I, I think he's going to be a big league ball player. I think he's going to be one. He, he stays healthy. He can run. Uh, He plays defense, plays all three outfield positions, has gap power. Uh, You know, I I just, I think he's a, I think I'm, I'm interested. Oh, I'll never, I'll never, I'll never
0: forget that first week that he had at the Arizona Complex League where he hit like 770 and his on, or his on base percentage was like 770 and his slug was like 900 and. Yeah, like a 60. Yeah. I mean, I know it was a week and it was all fun and games and all that, but it was a lot of fun to watch that that one week. And, you know, good luck to J.P. Martinez. Of yep. course, I want to see him succeed. I want to see him become a, a big league ball player at, at this level for the uh, for the Texas Rangers.
1: Yeah. Well, um, you know, speaking of uh, a lot of fun, uh, I think on October 6th, uh, there's going to be a lot of fun going on at the Ridgely Theater.
0: Yeah, the, there is no doubt going to be all the fun on October sixth because Matt pro is coming back to the Ridgely Theater for the first time in over a decade, and we are bringing the big stuff. Mm-hmm. We're bringing the big guns, whatever you want to call it, because Damo McCullough, six foot four, two hundred and seventy-five pounds, versus six foot one, four hundred and ten pound Brent McKenzie. He'd probably hate that I called him like over 410 because he's probably more like 395. But whatever, (laughs) when you get that big, I mean, does it really even matter anymore? But they're going to lock those two dudes into a cage. It's going to be an insane cage. Something that, like, something they would have put up in the 70s and in Memphis on a Monday night. And you know what? probably Jerry Lawler and the snowman or whoever he's in the ring with that night (laughs) or go into the well uh, Mm -hmm. to to steal a phrase from our good friend, Perry action Jackson. Um, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But uh, it's going to be a big time. October 6th. You know, I normally, you know, me, I'm indifferent if people come to wrestling shows. You know how I've been. I mean, when you do it for as long as we've done it, and you know, I could I could care less most of the time if you come to a wrestling show. But this is one that you need to come to. Matt yeah. War Pro is an interesting, interesting wrestling organization in the Fort Worth area. If you're in the Dallas Fort Worth area, you need to check this show out. Come on out, enjoy all the big time that we've got planned for you, because you know we're going to have Starry's Ice Cream out there. You know we're going to have Barton House Brewing out there. We're going to have food trucks. We'll announce them whenever we get the when when we get it down for sure. And it's just going to be a big time. There's going to be tons of big matches on the card. I would say probably somewhere around seven. Last time was yeah. five, so this time probably seven. But you know, expect a big two two and a half hour show, and it's going to be a big time at the Ridgely Theater. You know, it's not going to be one of those shows where it's going to it's going to drag and it's going to be like five hours long and and you went to the store six times during the show and you come back and they're Mm -hmm. still only on like the eighth they still got like eight matches left and it's not one of those that's not what we're doing here we're trying to entertain you and get you home you want you want you want your money's worth your bang for your buck that's what we're doing here at Matt War Pro so join us October sixth bell time eight p.m. Ridgely Theater, stones throw from I thirty West, well uh, west of Fort Worth, and uh, I can't you. wait to I can't wait to see everybody out there.
1: It's going to be a blast, old time. Um, now let's talk about the Rangers. I mean, uh, kind of the B team. We we talked about this last night uh, or yesterday. Um, just we kind of knew this
0: is what we were going to see, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, we knew that the guys, some guys were going to get some rest. This is usually what Bochy does when you've got a day off the next day and the Rangers look like they're, they've, once they've already wrapped up a series, and in this case, you know, a long stretch of games where they've been very successful. These guys have earned a couple of days off. Um, so, you know, Rangers kind of put a, different, put a different lineup out there. I was kind of hoping to get to see Ornelas, uh get his first uh, play. He did, get, a, he
0: did uh, get to play some field uh, yep. after Garver, uh, struck out in the eighth he, or in mm-hmm. the, yeah, in the top half of the eighth, he did play the bottom half of the eighth at shortstop, uh, mm-hmm. as, uh, Josh Smith moved to left field. So, um, he did play yesterday. He scored a run. He's played a, an inning in the uh, field, but uh, still yet to get that first A-B for Ornellas. Mm-hmm. Not a lot to talk about on the hitting side. Uh, infield hit from Jankowski. Uh, Huff laced the ball down in left field on uh, uh, Grossman had a hit, and then Josh Smith had a hit, and then uh, Zeke Duran was on a couple of times with a walk and a hit-by-pitch. Uh, Garcia mm-hmm. had a walk, and then Simeon had a walk. But for the most part, man, the Rangers 0-4 in a scoring position. Um, just not a lot going on. Another really quality start, though, from uh, Jordan Montgomery. Uh, yep. Most nights, that's a good enough start to get a W uh, as a yep. Texas Ranger. It didn't happen, but uh, one good thing is in a loss, they – They, they minimized the uh, bullpen work. Uh, Stratton took both the innings and kept them in there while, uh, uh, you know, giving them a chance to score each inning. And they had, uh, uh, they had the winning run at the plate in the, in the ninth inning. It just didn't uh, work out the way you wanted it to. Um, And, and, you know, these are games that happen Uh, bullpen game from the A's and, and man, really just good work from Pruitt and Tarnock and, uh, you know they kept those guys in it, and the bullpen held up their end of the bargain, and and the uh, the A's were able to sneak them one on the Rangers uh, before before the uh end of the, before the to keep from getting swept. How about that? There we go. That's that's pretty, what I'm pretty much
1: says. pretty yeah, much and, just to keep from getting swept.
0: But nothing, and, uh, you know. I mean,
1: it happens.
0: It, you know, you like to take two or three anytime you're on the road, though.
1: Yeah, and really nothing to complain about um, with going on the road and and taking two or three because the Rangers have struggled. But uh, now they're one game over 500 on the road after this Oakland series win. So we'll take what we can get and we'll keep that division lead as long as – all year if we can have it.
0: Yeah, Um, and then 21 games over 500 right now is a a pretty nice little milestone for the Rangers after, after, uh, what, five and – 115 games so after 115 games to be 21 games over 500 have as many wins this year uh, already in august as they had all of last year put together their first uh eight game winning streaks uh, eight game plus winning streaks since 2017 so just a lot of fun things these past couple of weeks with the texas rangers and you know they get a they get a Bull. no travel tomorrow too
1: can I tell you something funny? The, the last time the Rangers had an eight-game winning streak, I was still in Texas.
0: Well, yeah, you've lived like a whole other life <laughs> since the Rangers <laughs> had an eight-game winning streak. I remember yeah, I the, eight, they, <laughs> the, we were, they were in the midst of the eight-game winning streak. I had just gotten home uh, from going to see Cedric the Hitman up in Seattle, and uh, the last loss before that eight-game winning streak was the day that Christy and I went up to Safeco or T-Mobile Park and watched uh, the Rangers and the the Mariners.
1: Wow. So, well, you know, a lot has happened uh, with this team since then. And, you know, a lot more is happening, especially uh, in this minor league system. Uh, you just gave me a sneak peek today of our top 20 prospect list and our next 20 prospect list. So C- can I give them the list. five
0: that missed? Can I give them the five that missed, just missed out on being on the top forty. Can I give it a him By real all quick? means,
1: by all means, because there's some good names just on that list right there alone.
0: Davis Wenzel.
1: Yep.
0: The guy we just talked about, JP Martinez.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Larson Kindreich.
1: Kindreich.
0: Iron, Iron, or Ian Moeller. And mm-hmm. uh, a guy that we talked about yesterday on the Down on the Farm show, uh, Becker Barroso. So those are the five mm-hmm. guys. That'd be 41 through 45 if. Uh, if we if we if we in fact did go that far
1: and we do have a new number one yes 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 and he should have been the number
0: We go yeah yeah yeah
1: i digress digress. Let's let's not get let's not let's not give it away but um yeah so a lot of fun we're gonna we're gonna be uh going over that over the next few weeks uh so look look out for those especially if you haven't subscribed to our down on the farm with the boys exclusive content now's the time uh last show was a was a blast we had a blast on the last show uh covered a ton of minor league baseball so a lot of fun uh not quite as much of a bang 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 show as these are uh but definitely we we kind of let our hair down bulls hair is always down and, and i don't have this anyway um so a lot of fun uh go to our spotify page and subscribe it's just a dollar 99 a month or go to texas rangers with the boys.com oh one word and subscribe on there as well. And uh, we look forward to, to catching up with you guys and uh, seeing more of you guys on our on our exclusive content. So we really don't have anything else preview.
0: We're gonna try and have a little something special for the people tomorrow. Uh, if, it, if it works out just right. It may not, I'm not guaranteeing anything, so I'm not gonna say anything in stone, but we're gonna try and have a little something special for the people tomorrow.
1: Yeah, we're not calling our shot, but uh, but but we might have. But to we're gonna exciting, try. It's exciting, something special. I'll say this, um, you know, it, it has been a blast doing this, and it's just really fun covering this team. It's fun doing it with you. It's it's really fun like engaging our audience that's continued to grow, and you know, honestly, just talking baseball, man, like it's something that we both love to do, and and now it's just crazy that you know. Like people actually want to do it with us. And so uh, one thing I want to encourage you guys is, you know, ask us questions, give us suggestions uh, on anything, whether it's about the team, whether it's about the podcast, something you want to hear. Uh, we'll, we'll take it all. Uh, and again, we've given you all of our social media. So again, if you want to ask us questions on X or Twitter, um, it's Kevin Lee Fraser, or you, can, or you can go on there. I think it's what, Manimal Bolt.
0: Manimable, yeah
1: yeah so check us out on on the on the x or the twitter the formerly known as twitter um, formerly known as twitter um check us out there or you can go on on facebook which you know given our demographic you know most likely a lot of you guys uh are have us on facebook so that's probably your go-to yeah 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 so check us out on there um and just uh you know ask us questions we even
0: though I'm now hip and I'm into TikTok, I know I know oh, most people. You are yeah, yeah, yeah. TikTok, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Icon,
0: a TikTok icon. icon.
1: Yeah, TikTok, wow. Okay, well, that's that's where we are, guys. So uh, not a lot left to talk about. So we'll catch up with you guys. Tomorrow. Smash
0: down that follow button on Spotify. Don't forget to do that or Apple Podcasts, because we want to know how many people are following us, so we can mm-hmm. so we can keep. uh, so we can keep making this thing something that we, that, you know, keep rolling into the future with.
1: Absolutely. So thanks everybody for tuning in. Don't forget to check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com.
0: All one word. All one
1: word. Yeah. And uh, get your uh, tickets for uh, Matt War Pros, uh, big event, the end. in uh, the, the Theatre, Till the end. On our website, you'll find the invite, uh, the Eventbrite link on there. Don't forget to follow us on social media at TX Rangers WTB. Don't forget to farm with the boys and get some more of this baseball therapy uh, and enjoy some baseball talk about the Texas Rangers minor league. And uh, for the boy Kev, we are in Texas Rangers with the boys and we are signing out.